Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. So then in studying about the healing anointing or the healing power, you can call it either one, power of God, we find that the healing power of God, one great fact that we have established and found is that the healing power of God is a tangible substance. It is a heavenly materiality. That's the first and foremost thing. Believe that. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Whether you're a longtime listener or new to our program, we're glad you're here. Today we continue Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan's classic series, The Healing Anointing, taken from Volume 2. And in a moment, I'll be back to give you details about this month's special radio offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan. One more time, we'll read scripture that we've been reading. Try to uh, finish up on what we've been talking about. Isaiah, the 10th chapter, the latter part of the 27th verse says, And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So we say it this way, it's the anointing that destroys the yoke or breaks the yoke. In this case, we're talking about the yoke of sickness. Of course, it's true concerning the yoke of sin. And so we're talking about the healing anointing. The Bible said in Acts 10.38 how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Notice how God anointed. Notice two words here in this verse, particularly the anointing and healing. Jesus said in the fourth chapter of Luke's gospel, as he read from the book of Isaiah on the Sabbath day in the synagogue at his hometown of Nazareth, the 18th verse particularly, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Notice again the word anointing in connection with the Spirit. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me or anointed me to heal. And so we just picked out those four words to preach, to heal. And everything he said in connection with it will come under one of those categories. He has anointed me to preach. He's anointed me to heal. And so... We are talking about the healing anointing. We read further about the healing anointing from the fifth chapter of Mark's gospel. Both Matthew, Mark, and Luke record this same incident or happening or healing. The woman with the issue of blood. And yet, this is the only one out of all of them in the four Gospels that's listed that uh, tells us about a transfer of power. I'm sure there was, but it doesn't say so. But here it tells us about an individual, a woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, who had suffered many things of many physicians, who was nothing better but rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. 
For she said, If I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue or power had gone out of him. Then in the last verse, the 34th verse of the story, he says, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Well, what was that power that went out of him? Well, Acts 10, 38 said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. So it was power he was anointed with. What kind of power was it? Well, it was healing power. It healed the woman. We read further and did read further from the sixth chapter of Luke's gospel. Not about an individual, but about a whole multitude that was healed by the same method and manner. The scripture said in the 17th verse, the sixth chapter of Luke, and he came down with them and stood in the plain and the company of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch him. For there went virtue, our power, the Greek literature says, out of him and healed them all. Well, what was this power that went out of him? It was power he was anointed with. Acts 10.38 said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. It's spirit power. Back again to the fourth chapter, Luke, it says, Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. Notice the word power is used in connection with the Spirit. Then in the 18th verse, the word anointing is used in connection with the Spirit. Then again, in the 14th chapter of Matthew, we have another record of a crowd being healed, evidently by the same method and way that this multitude was, which was a different multitude, a different crowd in a different place, in the 6th chapter of Luke. 14th chapter of Matthew, 34th verse, And when they were gone over and came into the land, they came into the land of Genesaret. When the men of that place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all the country round about and brought unto him all that were diseased and besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched were made perfectly whole. This doesn't specify the outflow of power, but I think you could see from it that that's exactly what happened as happened in the other case. So then in studying about the healing anointing or the healing power, you can call it either one, power of God, we find that the healing power of God one great fact that we have established and found is that the healing power of God is a tangible substance. It is a heavenly materiality. That's the first and foremost thing. Believe that. And then number two, one can be anointed with it as God wills. You can't anoint yourself. Many have tried, but you can't. John Lake said some very interesting things about the healing power of God. He was a man that was mightily used of God. He said it's one of the most difficult things in all the world for people who are not familiar with the ministry of healing 
to comprehend that the healing power of God is tangible, actual, a living quantity, just as real as electricity, just as real as any other native force, yea, and a great deal more so. The life principle that stands behind all manifestations of life everywhere. Then Dr. Leake went on to say, if we could make the world understand the pregnant vitality of the power of God, men would discover that healing is not only a matter of faith and a matter of the grace of God, but a perfectly scientific application of God's power to man's needs. Hallelujah. So we see then that then the healing power of God is, uh, another fact is that it is transferable or transmittable. It can be transmitted from one to another. It can be transmitted either by laying on of hands or by a cloth or a handkerchief as the clothes of Jesus and the handkerchiefs of Paul. Acts 19, 11 and 12, and God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. Wonder how he did it. Must have done them the same way he did by Jesus, by anointing him. So that from his body were brought under the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, the evil spirits went out of them. That's exactly what happened in the sixth chapter of Luke. The diseases, they were healed. They that were unclean spirits, they were healed. They left them. Same thing happened here with these handkerchiefs. So then we can see that uh, these handkerchiefs or aprons or claws upon which Paul evidently laid his hands became storage batteries, so to speak, of that power. So when they were laid upon the sick, they surcharged the body and healing was a result. Now this sick woman who touched Jesus' clothes, not his person, but his clothes, found this power emanating from his person. And evidently his clothes had absorbed that power. Not just anything will transmit. I know laying hands upon different things. People will bring different articles sometimes. Of, uh, they'll bring a shoe that belongs to somebody. Want you to lay hands on it. I never have been able to get the anointing to go into it. It won't flow into it. See, the anointing, the power of God flows. It flows like electricity. It flows like water. This power flowed out of Jesus into that woman, didn't it? Uh, they'll bring a bottle sometimes of oil. want you to anoint it. Well, you don't need to anoint it. Besides that, it won't go into it anyway. Amen. Uh, they'll bring a Kleenex. I realize it's a certain amount of cloth or paper, you know, made out of that. But right on the other hand, there are evidently other ingredients because it won't, uh, I've never been able to get that anointing to go into paper yet. But I can pick up a handkerchief and it'll just start burning. Amen. Or a cloth, it'll go right into it. And I hold my hands on those claws until it does. Amen. And uh, I know that the materialists and the modernists have said it's superstition, but it's not superstition. It's a Bible fact. It's a Bible fact. It happened just like the Bible said it did. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about a special offer called Health Food Devotions. On October 1st, 1979, Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan began prayer and healing school on the campus of Rama Bible Training College in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Health Food is a compilation of his teachings on healing during that first year. This devotional will surely strengthen your faith regarding healing. The book, 
Health Food Devotions has been discounted for you, our radio and podcast listeners. So to order your copy for only $12.75, please call us toll-free at 1-888-FAITH-99. Once again, that number is 1-888-FAITH-99, and we'll get that right out to you. If you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. We always love to hear from our listeners, and there are resources to help you with marriage, children, work, finances, and so much more. So write in or call us and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. If you're in our area, come, come visit. and visit the church. Yes. But hey, right now, we have one of the greatest displays of Christmas lights. Oh, absolutely. That you're going to find anywhere. People come in here from Missouri and Arkansas and Texas and, Texas and Kansas and all over That's to right. come down and see the Rama lights. Uh, we over two million lights. Over two Life million lights. Uh, we've been listed with some of top the top ten. Top ten is one of the top ten. Uh, displays yes. in the whole U.S. Yes, And that's right. you want to come see it. We're right here in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma at 1025 West Kenosha Street in Broken Arrow, that's Oklahoma. Right. 110 acres with I don't yes. know how many buildings. And I mean, it is something to see. Absolutely. I mean, over in the park, we got a bridge that's got, I think they said it had 64,000 lights on, LED lights on it. And they're all set to music. music yes. And then there's a whole bunch of characters and all things right on the other side. And it's all set to music. And it is something else to see. It so is. I want to invite you to come see that. Call 1-888-FAITH-99 to purchase Kenneth e. Hagen's book, Health Food Devotions, for only $12.75. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue to bring the very best of Kenneth E. Hagan. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.